Welcome to the Herald Podcast, New Generation, a podcast created for those who desire a new way of gaining information rather than reading a traditional newspaper. In our show, we will discuss everything from sports, pop culture, politics, and local news. To stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on our website. And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time. Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With the digital subscription, you get web exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. You're now listening to the New Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Avery. And I am your other host, Tanner Mondock. And today, joining us in studio, we have a very special guest with us. We have the interim president of the Mercer County NAACP, Deanna Yarborough-Brown. So, how are you doing today? Thanks for coming in. I'm great. Thank you, Tanner. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. I'm doing great because we are sitting here with you, and we're going to have a great podcast. Uh, we're going to get into uh, what the Mercer County NAACP does, um, what you do, what you love about it, and um, all that good stuff. But first, got to take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. All right, so I guess just to get things started here, um, for people who might not know what the Mercer County NAACP does or is, um, I guess just kind of let the listeners know what's going on there. Oh, the Mercer County NAACP has been in 
the Shenango Valley since 1918. We are a nonprofit civil rights organization. We're actually the oldest um, civil rights organization in the country, having been founded in 1909. Oh, cool. Okay. And one of the main reasons why we decided to have you on the podcast was because last week you guys had your annual event um, called the Freedom Fund Banquet. Um, And in that event, you honor many people in the community. So how do you guys go about picking the honorees that you select each year? Well, actually, we always have a community service organization or individual, and we always have a Francis Hooks Award winner or recipient, and we always have a Mendez Matthews Award recipient. Normally, we have a speaker, and then we have those three awards, and that constitutes our banquet. But this year, we wanted to do something different since we've been on hiatus for two years because of COVID, so we just decided to just honor people in our community, not have the speaker, and just keep it positive and empower those individuals who have done great things. So basically we looked around the community, see who was doing um, different, whether it was a, pro- a project such as, you know, Friends from Farrell and, and the um, turf that they did for Farrell High School, or whether it was organizations that have been in the community for years, which was the Mercer mm-hmm. County Frontiers. They've been doing service work since 1970 and awarding scholarships. So we just looked at those individuals, organizations, and youth who have made an impact in Mercer County. And one of them, of course, was a past guest on this show, uh, Dante Marshall, who is uh, responsible for many of the beautiful murals you're seeing around the city of Farrell. Uh, Most recently, what the last one he did was over at Zion, Mm -hmm. um, I believe. But, um, but, you know, he was one of the people that received awards that night. So, um, you know, who were some of the other ones that I got some awards that night that come to mind. Uh, Reverend Willie Eva Pegler, um, she's a very special person in this community. She was um, the first African-American teacher at Hermitage School District, hmm. and that was in 1970. Um, and I've known Reverend Pegler all my life. She, um, Even though she wasn't my teacher when I was there, she um, and I attend the same church. So that's how I've known her. We also recognized um, Dr. April Torrance. Of course, you just talked about Zion, and that's yep. her education center. And she really is a pillar in this community in her own right. Um, She has just been such an instrument for young people. Um, I love when her scholars graduate and she, you know, always gives them a shout out because they came through Zion Education Center. A lot of them, and some of them have even, you know, finished college at this juncture. Um, We also honored um, the Mercer County Frontiers. I mentioned them before. And that one is close to my heart because that's an organization my dad is a part of and um, really the average age of those gentlemen is probably 75 years old so mm-hmm. I really wish um, more young men would become a part of the Mercer County Frontiers mm-hmm. we honored Miss Lunell Dawson um, she received the James Mendez Matthews Award James Mendez Matthew was actually a charter member of the Mercer County NAACP and that award goes to someone who is a member and she was the president until she had a stroke last year and um, that kind of set the unit back a little bit, but um, she was there that evening. I was happy about that, and she's coming along. Right. Before we got started, I made the joke that now you can finally relax that the event is over, but what all goes into an event like that? And then just also, what all goes into being a president of the NAACP? Uh, it's a challenge because we have a lot of seasoned members, if you will. Um, I'm actually one of the younger members, and I'm not that young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but it's 
you have to be passionate about the NAACP because it is a volunteer organization. We're not paid for what we do. Um, it's strictly people who are willing to give up their time and, you know, sometimes their talent um, to help the organization. But the planning usually starts at the beginning of the year, and it usually takes several months, you know, before things come together. We are a small unit, so we don't have a whole lot of people um, who work the banquet, but it is a, a collective effort or collaborative effort, if you will, with those who are there. So it's a matter of getting a speaker when we do have a speaker. It's a matter of, you know, booking the venue, of course, um, deciding who our honorees are going to be. Um, and also just, you know, making sure like the program booklet, you know, little things like that. So we have someone who types up the whole booklet and we might just send it off to Minuteman to be printed. But there's a lot of, um, even though we're small, like I said, there's a lot of um, people who do come together to work for the benefit of the unit. And, you know, they always have the raffle, which is very successful. So that's a nice touch as well. You know, you mentioned that it's all volunteer based, so you need to have passion, you know, to get involved. And so tell us about your passion for this, you know, what, uh, what keeps you going with all of it? Um, I have, I am a life member of the Mercer County NAACP, and I have been for over 25 years. I think my passion comes from my mom. She's no longer with us, but she was a past president of the unit, and so I know I stand on her shoulders, and that's why I do everything I can to sustain the chapter or the, the unit there. Um, again, when COVID hit, it kind of hurt the unit in a lot of ways because, you know, I told you our president had a stroke and then our treasurer actually got COVID and was very sick. And then our secretary's husband passed unexpectedly of COVID. So those are three key people and the unit really came to a halt when that mm -hmm. happened. So um, instead of just sitting on the sidelines and watching the unit come to a halt, I decided to take it upon myself to get us back on track. There were challenges with meeting virtually. A lot of the seasoned members don't like the technology. They don't like getting on Zoom. <laughs> so that was a challenge in itself. But, you know, I set a goal and I said, by the end of 2021, we will know how to work this Zoom and we will all be on the Zoom. <laughs> and they kind of bought into it. So whether they dialed in or were actually on the camera, um, they you know we were successful at that and then i think just knowing that we're better together than just one person trying to do it so everybody really rallied around what i was trying to do and came together and worked together mm -hmm. so i was very appreciative of that so what are you trying to accomplish then well right now and i talked about this at our banquet we want to do what's called the axo program mm -hmm. um, axo is the signature program for the naacp and it was started in 1976, but our unit never tapped into that particular program. It focuses on African-American students in grades 9 through 12, and it's an, it's an academic um, program, if you will. But the benefit of it is that it's a community-based organization. I mean, you know, um, effort, excuse me, a community-based effort, which means you don't have to be a member of the NAACP, but we would like for you to be a member of the NAACP. But if you have time and talent, um, you know, there's different disciplines, there's STEM disciplines, there's um, culinary arts, humanities, language arts, entrepreneurship. So anybody who's in any of those careers or has expertise in any of those fields can invest time in our young people. And what it is is that they're able to compete not only at a local level, but at a regional level and then eventually at a national level. 
So every year when we have our national conference, they have youth who come from all over the country to compete in AXO. And AXO um, can afford you scholarships. Um, it's an opportunity um, to get accepted into certain schools when they actually go to the actual competition. And like I said, they have the ability to um, earn money. I know last year all the AXO awardees at the national level were all given $10,000 by that actress Nupita Luongo. I can't say her name, but she's from Black Panther. Yes, she gave yes. them all $10,000, um, all the ones who won. So that's an opportunity that you know we, want, we hope we can afford one of our youth here in Mercer County. Mm -hmm. And other than just this program, what else are you guys doing as a whole to kind of reach the youth? Because you did say that your some of your members are more seasoned, so kind of passing on that torch, what is, what is the plan for that? We are trying to get our youth unit back together. Actually, what one great thing, or one of the great things that came out of the banquet was that we had sponsor, sponsorship levels. So we had people who sponsored a certain amount of memberships. So from that, we have 34 memberships that were sponsored. So now we have 34 memberships that we can give to young people on us because basically that's what the sponsorship level, one of the things it entails. So we are getting our youth unit back together um, and we will have a meeting with them next month. And we started with the five youth that we honored. Um, we asked their parents if it's okay if we award them a membership and the parents were all on board with that. So we are gonna get our youth back together and then hopefully those youth, because most of them were in fifth grade, but hopefully at some point those youth will be a part of the AXO program. Now we did have mm -hmm. one young lady we featured, um, Mia Clemens, yes, who will be the face of AXO. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, so tell us about Mia. Yeah, yeah no, well, she's. Mia is an exceptional young lady and she always has been from the time I met her. But um, she's wise beyond her years. She's very mature. And she's also experienced a lot of death um, at a very young age. But she's able to put that in words, which has been very therapeutic for her. So last year, of course, she was on the bus um, coming from Lincoln Park's performing um, art school. And the bus crashed into a tractor trailer. She witnessed the death of her bus driver and another student. And she put that into words. And she wrote the poem that she recited that night. So we definitely are gonna submit that poem for AXO. And Mia, um, of course, being the face of AXO will be our first submission, so I'm excited about that. And um, anyone who heard the poem that night um, knows why oh, yeah. she's so deserving. Yeah, no, I mean, mm -hmm. it was it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really powerful. And you can tell it definitely, it caught the attemp attention of the entire room. Because at that point, like, you just got the, you know, banquet started and everything. People were settling down. You know, when you first try it, people are still going to be talking and stuff. But when she started getting going, I mean, she had the whole room paying I, attention. I agree with you, Tanner. I felt like you could hear a pin drop. Oh, yeah. Um, at the time she was reciting it, she really did capture the audience. And a lot of people, of course, you know, praised her for, for her poem and just were really, um, I think they just kind of um, shocked at how well written it was but just how powerful it was to all at the same time. So mm -hmm. she really is a very special young lady. Oh yeah, and what, mm -hmm. ninth grade, right? Ninth I think. grade. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, yes, definitely yeah. a very <laughs> special talent. Honestly, she would make a great guest for this show at some point too, I That's think. That's true, but, she um, would, yeah. Yeah, no, she's great. Um, so I guess just as we near the end of the show here, um, I guess I just kind of want to touch more on just the passions and everything that's involved with working with the NAACP. So. 
when you, you know, get up every day for work, you know, what keeps you going knowing that you are working with the NAACP? I think that our work is still relevant. Um, a lot of times people say, well, why is the NAACP still around after all these years? But that's because we still witness social injustices on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. We still witness social ills in our communities on a daily basis. And those things do make us relevant. But I think, you know, just to dispel some of the myths, it's not an uh, organization that's just for brown and black people. It's an organization for people who want to make wrongs right. Um, it was founded, you know, by Jews, was founded by Gentiles, it was founded by blacks. So it wasn't just an organization that black people sat down and decided to um, put together, but it was people who saw that there were things that were wrong in our communities. So that's what drives me, making wrongs right. I think um, a lot of times we get comfortable or complacent and we tend to um, not pay attention to some of the things that are going on around us, but there's always an incident or something that happens to remind us, okay, we still have work to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I appreciate the people in the community have been there as long as they have, the people who stick with the NAACP, um, the people who are just as passionate, if not more passionate than I am about the NAACP. But for the most part, if we can invest in our young people, um, teach our young people about um, living in a diverse culture or diverse community, but yet invest in them at the same time and provide opportunities for them, then that kind of gives me a different passion. You know, it doesn't always have to be about a fight or a battle. It can always be also be about something good. Mm -hmm. Before we wrap things up here, if people want to get involved, um, how do they go about that? We meet every second Monday of the month at 6 o'clock p.m. at the Feral City Building. Um, they can also contact us at 724-981-4140. That's the number to the Mercer County NAACP. And just show up. I mean, when we have events, just show up. Um, and again, if you don't want to be a member, even though we encourage that strongly, you can become a part of the AXO program because that's a way to tap into the young people in the community. All right. So I think that'll do it this week on the New Generation podcast. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming on the show this week. I uh, definitely really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come talk with us for a little bit. Thank you, Janae and Tanner, for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. So that'll do it this week. We are here every Saturday. Of course, you can find us at SharonHerald.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and um, all the other major podcast platforms as well. And then there is the New Generation Sports Report hosted by myself and our sports editor, Dan Heiner, that we do every Wednesday. You can find all the same places as this show. So if you tune in next Wednesday, we will, of course, be talking a lot about the Steel Bowl that is returning finally. Uh, it'll be the first one played since 2013. So by the time this show goes up, that game had already happened. But, um, but no, if you want to hear me and Dan talking about that one, we're going to be there Friday night. Uh, that's going to be one you're definitely going to want to tune into. Go Steelers. <laughs> yeah, we got a feral grad in here. So. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy that game is back. I've never seen it. Me and Dan were talking. He was in high school. I was in middle school the last time this was played. So you probably remember. It was a feral grad the last time it was played. Yeah. Maybe you attended one. I've it? attended several. Yeah. And it's a long time coming. <laughs> so I'm going to stay neutral on this, but who are you rooting for? I'm feral. Okay. All right. Good taste, good taste. <laughs> so, yeah, tune in Wednesday if you want to hear more about uh, what went down on the Seal Bowl and hear me and Dan talk about that one. But, uh, but no, thank you again for coming on, and thank you all for listening.